Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. and he stumbled and fell. I rode across the creek, got off the horse, and took my rifle out of the scabbard in case I had to make a shot. For 20 minutes with my spotlight, we watched these two creatures. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. I've met people who swear they've seen Bigfoot. It's a very ominous feeling. First of all, everything is one color. It's like a dark pewter color. There are no right angles anywhere. There was almost nothing other than a small foldable hatchway that looked recognizable. Everything was, uh, was really unworldly. The other option is, is that these entities are in fact hybrid beings. They are some sort of a hybrid that's coming in and out of our dimension. My arm contacted him. He just fell back very unexpectedly easy into the other one and I rolled off the table in the other direction and uh, they came around the table and the three of them were coming towards me what's going on how are you doing I'm doing good I'm just really freaking pissed off at our foam right now we put some foam up on our walls to try to help with the sound hopefully it's actually sounding better but it's it's a it's a thorn in my side right now. It's falling off the window, so if yeah. it crashes in the middle of this, you know, we apologize. Those of you who are in the podcast circles or, you know, watch YouTube videos of other podcasts and stuff, it's that, like, perforated, you know, red and black they foam. ultra-ribbed, my friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, we got some, like, carpet tape. I'm like, oh, this will probably work, you know, and, and it's just, it's falling all over the place. So, you know, you live and learn, so next time we'll do something different here. But as time will go on, we've always said the, the show will get better and, and sound quality will increase, and that's what we hope happens here, but... Life gives you lemmies, you drive off in a Chevy, you know? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a simulation and I'm on automated coordination. I'm just like living life. Every week goes by so fast. How do y'all feel? Some, I think I saw, I don't know who shared this with me, but it's something to do with like the moon getting further away from the earth or something weird like that. Or do you, are you familiar with that? I think so, yeah. And somehow it's like shortening our days or something weird. Uh, it really feels like that. It feels like these are the shortest days and it might just be that I'm getting old. You know, I think that happens when you get older too, but it really feels that way. Like I wouldn't just say it if it was, if it wasn't feeling like it's a thing, you know. It's just moving faster, you know. Yeah, like all of a sudden, and I know we're getting close to, you know, fall and winter and that's when the sun starts setting earlier and stuff. So that also contributes, but anyway... 
guys, the crazy thing is, this is episode forty. So episode forty, we made it. That's crazy. Wow, that's a pretty big. Thank milestone. you, guys, man. That's insane that we've already done forty. I'm blown away by that. I think we need some black balloons in this place. Thank you for uh, getting us up to that forty. Right, forty mark. That's sweet. Yeah. So we thought, you know, this will be a little bit of a different show instead of doing, um, you know, where we we read stories or we we do different things that we found online, do some research and stuff. This time we actually wanted to cover stories that were sent to us by not not only listeners, people that are you know loyal to us and stuff, but also just friends, family, just other sources that we've had stories sent into us. And we're like, hey, you know, is it good if we use it on the show? And and that's, you know, why the stories were sent to us. So we thought that'd just be kind of cool. You know, everybody, probably a lot of you that are listening to our show are interested in this type of stuff because maybe you've had some kind of an experience where you've had a brush with the supernatural, right? So that that's what we're hoping is just we want to get those stories. And we're always reaching out and saying that on every podcast, like, hey, send us your stories, right? We got a couple of them. So we're going to tell those today on the show. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, I mean, this is what's cool about this is uh, this is like its own series in a way. You know, if anybody follows like, I guess, Belief Hole, right? I do like their stuff and I like their storytelling and stuff. It's kind of like that. You know, this could be like a, its own little baby series in the middle of our first full series of a podcast. You know, I'd love to do an, a listener stories active segment, you know. Yeah, and I really want to do like what Cliff and Bobo do um, on their show. They have eventually this is what we're going to go for. We're going to get a, a website, which is something I'm working on right now. We've had one in the past that's been kind of lame and I've wanted to kind of upgrade it and stuff. So we're going to get this website going. And I think one of the key things I want to include in the website is a way for listeners to record a voicemail where basically they can call in through the website and basically just leave a voicemail for us. And then we can just share that voicemail directly on the show. Would that be cool? Because I think that'd be awesome for us. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to hear you guys hear your voices and, and all, all of our listeners that are on, you know, Facebook and stuff, they're messaging us and stuff. And I really appreciate that. You know, Instagram, we're getting a TikTok going pretty quick here. So that's always fun. I, we weren't a huge bandwagon for the TikTok game, but it's one of those things that I think could, it's been beneficial for me, honestly, watching these random videos of people like the mermaid one. That one really blew my mind, you know, and sometimes I don't find those sources anywhere else. So yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and take just a really short break. I know we just started, but we'll take a little short break here and then we're going to come right back and dive into one of the big stories that we got from one of our listeners. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and start with probably one of the most powerful stories we got. Uh, You ready to tell this one? Oh, yeah. This is an awesome listener story from a friend of ours. Her name's Sarah. Known her for 16 years, believe it or not. Yeah, pretty crazy. That's like half my life. She yeah, was it was weird. Us. It was weird, like how you reconnected with her. How was that again? Just like random, out of the blue, kind just of. Just Facebook, you know. Everybody downs, you know, friends everybody yeah. on Facebook, and then we just chatted a little bit here and there. And yeah, we haven't talked to her for a long time, but we've just known her that long. So pretty cool. She sent us a story. She also started a, a podcast recently as well. A A W M podcast, which is awkwardly anxious mothers podcast. If you want to look it up again, I'm still kind of new looking into her podcast, but I do like her first episode. It's been pretty good. Yeah, so check that one out. But yeah, go ahead and and read this. So here, her story's crazy. It happened just a few years ago, and here's what she says. I was talking to Jaron and getting some questions answered about my new podcast this week, and I told him I would send him my paranormal experiences for your show. I love your guys' show, by the way. You guys do a great job. I've had many weird, unexplainable experiences happen throughout my life, some of them being amazing and others flat-out terrifying. The one I'm about to share with you is the most scared I've ever been. 
It requires a little backstory, I must say, before I get into it. Last summer, I was just another stressful weeknight trying to get the kids fed and put down for bed. My husband and I had been having marriage troubles and had been growing very distant, but I couldn't put a finger on what was going on. That night, during dinner, he confessed to me about having an affair for 18 months. This was the night that absolutely shook my whole world and marked the start of a hard and painful year. I decided to give him a second chance, so we started to work on things. Which is very bold by her, I think. Yes. Hard to do. He put himself into an intensive therapy, and he went throughout marriage counseling, but I was in survival mode. I wasn't paying any attention to my feelings, and I made sure that they were swept under the rug nice and tight and had the mindset out of sight, out of mind. If I can't see them, they aren't there. This obviously didn't work because my anxiety and depression grew stronger every day. It had gotten to the point of me drowning in my thoughts, and I was constantly swimming around in them, frantically trying to find the surface, and I couldn't quite get there. A vicious cycle I planned to never let myself fall into again. I know now that darkness and evil will latch on to you if you are in that state of mind, and it's hard to get it and let go once you're in that thick of it. Which brings me to my encounter. It was a normal night. We put the kids to bed and got ready for bed ourselves. We fell asleep and everything seemed normal, until I started having a nightmare. In my dream... I woke up and there was a woman standing at the end of my bed, just staring at me. She had long, wet, red hair and wore a nightgown that was white, torn, and dirty. I could immediately tell that this was clearly a ghost, not only because of the way she looked, but the dark presence I felt while staring back into her dark eyes. It felt like forever, but then I woke up. It really shook me to my core, and I was just terrified to go back to sleep. So I decided to turn on the office, and I just watched that until my alarm went off for work the next day. Isn't that the thing? Like, I totally just go to something kind of funny, take your mind off the scary, you know, the seriousness. It's like, I do the same thing. Like, if we've, if we've been watching horror movies, like, right, or yeah. it's kind of scaring ourselves, reading these stories, right, this type of stuff that we do all the time. It's like, all right, I'm watching The Office, or I'm watching, Futurama like, Parks or and Rec, something Parks to make me laugh, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> So she says, over the next few weeks, she continued to pop up in my dreams, here and there. The same girl, by the way, this demonic, ghostly entity. I finally realized it was happening on days where I was anxious, feeling super down about myself and depressed. Over time, my brain connected my anxiety to that face, and then when things started getting intense, it got more intense. I always called my anxiety my demon because of how much it haunted me. Oh, but this took it to a whole new level. Real quick, that's this is not part of her story right here, just as commentary, but, you know, it's a tulpa thing. I don't yeah. know. I mean, if you're calling something a demon, not to say anything bad, Sarah, because I know you'll hear this, and I, maybe this will help in some way, but I, th- I feel like when you start calling things out and naming it something, there's power. There's power in names. You guys know this. Yeah, especially and when it comes in. You already probably know this again, Sarah, but like, and a lot of our listeners, but you know, when you're calling out and kind of like calling out to a demon in this sort of way, like not that you were doing that intentionally, right? But like saying it was a demon kind of may, maybe kind of brought it to life, you know? Yeah. They just, they prey on that stuff. They're always like listening and trying to focus on where they it's can. It's like, oh, you call me a demon. Let's do right. this. It's like, it's like, it reminds me of like uh, the Titanic with a little, the crack in the side of it, you know? All the water's going to find its way in all of a sudden, you know? And that's what demons are always looking for that little crack to try to you know find their way through you reminded me of my work we're property managers and i literally had to do some crack seal work like crazy not myself but i had a a vendor come out and we're yeah we're sealing up cracks you know there's lots of stuff coming up this winter so jeez so she said i'd finally reached my breaking point and told my husband that i hadn't been taking care of myself mentally and it was time for me to start facing my wounds from the affair because zombie mode wasn't cutting it anymore i remember that day so vividly because it was when a lot of people were telling me to snap out of it and heal myself so something had to change This entity did not like the idea of change at all, and that's when activity really started to amp up. I started seeing black shadows in the corner of my eye while playing with my boys, orbs flying over everywhere in my baby's room, on the baby monitor, paranormal, what's it called again? Paranormal activity? Yeah. Totally. 
toys being pulled out when I know I put them away, night lights being turned on, on and after I turn them off. Then came the dreams. Oh man, the dreams. If you could even call them that. They felt so real. The house was dead quiet. I found myself asleep in bed in the middle of the night again. In my dream, I heard the sounds of stilettos pacing downstairs back and forth. Stilettos! Anyone know what a stiletto is? It's, you know, them, them high heels that pretty woman's repping, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like, um, as you're telling the story, I'm getting a little bit of like Lilith vibes, you know, with the red hair, mm-hmm. you know, the stilettos kind of pl- preying on, um, yeah, like that. Lustful management. Kind of, yeah, but yeah. also like the anxiety of, of sort of like the being tapping. in that situation, you know, and stuff. But yeah, the whole stilettos thing, it kind of reminds me of that too. Crazy yeah. stuff. So it says she could hear stilettos pacing from downstairs back and forth. The sound managed to somehow come upstairs, but stopped for a brief second. Then I heard the same sound coming from my bathroom, which is directly to the left of my bed. I realized at that point my eyes were open, but yet I couldn't move. Completely terrified, I looked forward to the bathroom and saw a woman walking towards me. She looked totally normal and was well-dressed and actually beautiful. She looked down at me and smiled. I knew this was in disguise, and so inside my head I said, I know it's you. She didn't say it out loud. Then her smile elongated, and her face contoured and turned into this demon lady with the red hair that I've seen before. She was furious that I had figured out her trick, so she bent down and screamed inches away from my face, and then I was able to wake up and move. Now she put wake up in parentheses. So she's not sure if she's awake. I was covered in cold sweat and I definitely did not go back to sleep that night, she said. I reluctantly told my husband, at the risk of sounding crazy, he tried comforting me as much as he knew how at that moment. At that point, I had reached out to their church leaders to see if they could come and bless our house, but they weren't available for the next few days. The next night, I hesitantly fell asleep and had another dream that she was in my four-year-old's room. I don't know how, but I knew her intention was to try and hurt or possess him in some way. Me wanting to protect my children at all costs, I ran and stood in between him and her as she was running towards me and I woke up suddenly, again in a cold sweat. I woke up my husband in pure panic. He immediately said a prayer and asking for God's protection around all of us to cast out evil from the house. There's there's a little more to it here. She said, when we were able to have our bishopric, which is basically like a a person. It's actually a person that's like in a high level ranking that comes and prays for the house. Kind of like a priest, I guess. Um, When we had our bishopric come over to bless the house, you could feel the evil melting away. And I could feel the anger from that demon from outside looking in. And I remember feeling like it couldn't come back anymore. To this day, I haven't seen her since. I know this thing attacked and haunted me in my dreams because I was in a vulnerable state of mind. You know you're doing the right thing when you have pissed off the devil. He thought that he could break my family apart, but we are growing stronger and closer every day. This has for sure validated my decision to keep my family together, and I'm now very careful how I manage my anxiety and not to overwhelm and dealing with it in a much healthier way. Hopefully this is a good addition to your show, and I, I hope you really enjoyed it. Sorry for being so long, she says. Oh, no, it wasn't, uh, wasn't too long at all. It was actually perfect and if you had more we'd love to hear it and we we really appreciate it uh, it was amazing R- really well worded i loved the way that you write so sorry that happened to you i know there's listeners out there that have had similar experiences or maybe facing those type of experiences now and that's a really good point the, to manage your anxiety in a little bit more positive type of way and really to address it you know to not just let it go under the bed and yeah. you know out of sight out of mind doesn't really work what like i like saying. is how you realized quickly that there was a an attachment to a specific ailment right right most of us don't think about that you know i, I didn't think about it when i had my situation here at this house you guys have probably heard my demon story i i kind of didn't think about it you know but you're over here like it's because of my anxiety and dealing with it in a certain way i'm like that's pretty awesome that you were ready to think about that right away and that just shows that you had some wisdom in you already uh, in order to deal with the situation, probably God, you know, the God situations helped you understand those things um, and having like a strong foundation. So that's really cool. I will say that uh, I'm glad it's not happening anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I will also second Romans thing because when we were talking about this, I'm like, man, she writes 
really good. She, she should does. write a full book, you know? I yeah. would just love to... I, I could just read it all day, so it's awesome. Yeah, you know, it was pretty powerful. I'm glad you're not dealing with it like you were saying and stuff, but man, I and I, I totally think this was some kind of an entity that really just preys on those specific things, right? The anxieties, the separation, those types of issues that you're going through, and just trying to like isolate you and make you feel like you're nobody and that you're you're, you're weak and all this stuff, right? Just trying... Because they love... They feed off of that somehow. It's like the, it, it gives totally. them fuel, you know? Like the one I had... And again, they're opposite of good. So maybe that's what you're saying, Realm. Like they feed off of your fear, right? Mm-hmm. Which fuels, it fuels their um, excitement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder, you guys, it's tied to the adrenochrome thing. Oh, the yeah. adrenochrome thing with the aliens and like taking fear out of people or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just saying. They could be demons. They could be something else. Um, I'm not on the demon camp 100%. I think there's some real things going on with aliens in a way too. But I will say, um, besides the point, right? We always get into these salad, toss salads with this stuff. But I will say like it reminded me of my demon experience. Not my demon experience, but my dream experience that I had as well as sleep paralysis when I was married at the time as well, going through some struggles in our marriage. And it was a very similar entity. I thought it was La Llorona because it was like more of a dark-haired Mexican-looking beautiful woman. She was beautiful but scary as hell with blood flying everywhere, you know, in my dream. And she had a white torn bride's dress. So it's very similar. They, they all tend to have that kind of Bloody Mary type aspect going on you know what i mean like the whole bloody mary in the mirror thing and that's supposed to be like the spirit of queen mary of scots um who was was like a mass murderer back in the day killed a ton of people right and had a lot of people killed and that's why they called her bloody mary but i just wonder maybe it's sort of the same entity or maybe it's like a whole sector of some of those same types of entities and they all just try to look like beautiful women but they're you know these evil sadistic creeps but it's funny i was like oh man the whole time you were telling that story i was like thinking of Jeez, I can't think of it. The Evil Dead, the newest one. Oh yeah, you the, showed me a picture of yeah, that. Yeah, the uh, Evil Dead Rise. For those, I think it's called Rise. For those who haven't seen it, um, go watch it. It's uh, the newest Evil Dead movie, the installation of those movies, and the mom on it. She has red hair, and she gets this creepy, long, elongated grin. And the whole time, I was like picturing that in my head as you were telling the story, and I was getting, I'm getting chills again thinking about it because it's really creepy looking. I actually but, sent that to Sarah, and she agreed that it looked very similar to that. So we're gonna share that picture on our Instagram just so. For those who haven't seen it, you can just look no further, go to our Instagram. But And again, Sarah, yeah. I know you're going to listen to this because you already told me that. So thank you for um, being a listener, an active listener. I know you guys are Bigfoot fans, so thank you for that. We're huge Bigfoot fans, hence why I put on my Supernatural Station new shirt that I'm wearing, a Bigfoot on the side of my shoulder. That's one of our favorites. Obviously our favorite cryptid in a lot of ways. Yeah, and you were um, saying your, uh, your partner to the podcast um, was having a lot of Bigfoot experiences or what she thought were... Oh, yeah, throughout her window. I want to so hear more about that. By have the way. her write to us too, or have her write to you, and then you can write your, you know, write it to us. But we'd love to cover that on the show too, because hey, we believe her. I'm sure it is something out there looking through a window. Hats off to the first story. Thank you so much, Sarah. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'll go to the next one right after this small break. Uh. So the next story actually comes from actually a friend of mine. We kind of go way back. 
in the real life superhero community, I used to be a real life superhero, and that's a time for, or I guess a tale for another time. But um, he was part of that kind of world. I and, thought you um, filed that away a long time ago. Uh, I filed it away somewhere, but it's always there. It's you know? always hiding yeah. in the it's, back of your eyes. I'm always red voltage. I'll always be red voltage. Yeah, but. look it up, guys. Red voltage RLSH. <laughs> that was my buddy Rome here. That's my brother, my twin brother. Over so here. this story comes from his name's Jay. I'll, I won't give his full name, but Jay. He says, when I was about ten years old, my mother and a next door neighbor in Palo Alto alleged to be a medium were on the Ouija board together one night. We'd often go to our neighbor's house to do this, and my older brother would also attend, and a couple of his friends as well. Most evenings, we'd have a contact that the participants would reach named Just Kim, who had all sorts of interesting things to say. On this particular evening, a different contact came through and spelled out its name as simply John, nothing else. After a pause, a remaining message came through and was in retrospect rather chilling, for at the time we didn't know what John meant when he said these two words, Warn Bobby. About a week later, we learned that the assassination of Bobby Kennedy had happened. Ooh. So, yeah. So, he's just saying this was, this gentleman is a little older than me. So, he was, you know, at that time, he was 10 years old. And so, it was right when the whole Bobby Kennedy assassination happened. So, he believes that that spirit was coming through. You Wasn't know, that like John. 10 years after John F. Kennedy? Uh, yeah. And Bobby yeah. Kennedy's is the, uh, his son is Robert F. Kennedy that's running right or now, his, right? Yeah. Or yeah. The one mm-hmm. that's running for president right now. Yep. All right, guys, that stuff has fallen. Yeah, we had <laughs> some foam just fall through foam. the window. There you go. I'm man. telling you guys, I'm frustrated this foam, man. It's not sticking together over here. Right after we're talking about this chilling. We're supposed to stick together, and Jeez. now it's falling apart. Yeah, so um, that's pretty crazy. So so I guess John F. Kennedy was coming through, supposedly, saying, Warren Bobby, you know, that these guys are what I believe is probably some kind of government setup. Uh, they're, they're trying to kill him because that family was trying to expose something is what I believe. So and, really quick. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with you, um, and I think a lot of our listeners do, but where it says um, the person that came in was named Kim, uh-huh. I wonder who Kim was in this relation. Was it Lil' Kim, you know, Uchi Wally Wally, Uchi <laughs> Bang Bang? <laughs> I don't know if that she sang that song or not. It was a Kim but, from way before that, so I don't know, you know, probably the, I guess the 60s, right? 60s, 70s time. Yeah, period. maybe Kim was more of a prevalent name back then for a male, too. Maybe it was somebody that was involved in like a, in like a government connection, you know, with John. I will say, though, the Ouija board, to me, just so you know, is this the end of the story, by the way? Just that one, yeah. He, he also gave a UFO one that I want to cover, too. So I will say with this one, though, man... I don't know if you guys feel me on this, but I feel like the Ouija board is a huge no-no. I just don't trust it, you guys. I feel like almost everything on there is an impersonator of a real, probably family member, friend, something. It's it's always a little dark. It's always a little off. Right. It seems like it's a twisted shadow version of somebody. And I don't know if that's true, you guys, but I just feel like there's something wrong. And my mom had some really bad experiences with pheasants flying. You guys have heard this yeah. episode. Flying over her head, lights going off, people getting attacked, camp... You guys know you can't even get rid of the Ouija board. It just comes yeah. back. You know, I'm picturing that um, that blind medium lady from White Noise, and she's like, you are meddling. Remember that lady? Yeah, she's all mad totally. at Michael Keaton, and he's like, what? No, I'm not. It's like, she's like, yeah, you're meddling. You need to stop this, right? Was that Pat Midler? Who was that? No, it was, um, it was that girl that kind of reminds me of Rogue, the actress that played Rogue a little bit. She It was a totally different actress, but kind of had a similar type the of true look. true blood actress? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay, that kind sort, of eye. Sort of those types of eyes and stuff, but yeah. Um, anyway, so that's his first story. He did give me another story that's a UFO one. Um, so this one also comes from the same listener. We're still going to just call him Jay. So it says, back in the 1970s, I was camping along the Yuba River in Northern California with my best friend, his girlfriend, two younger brothers, along with my best friend's dad and his dad's girlfriend. We all went together in my bestie's dad's Winnebago and ended up camping out right in the middle of a huge group of Hell's Angels by bikers all around us being from a biker family myself i felt right at home wow they, i know winnebago's are ready though by the way i know and bikers are you know you can get along with them if you're you know 
If you're just being respectful, I guess. It depends on who they are, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Be respectful. They were quite nice and were some of the coolest guys and ladies, despite them playing Led Zeppelin's Days and Confused almost constantly way into the night, over and over again on a tape player, and during the day, with one of them practicing shooting what looked like a 38 revolver into the river. Oh, they and were I, on shrooms. <laughs> probably. Those guys were on shrooms. Been dazed and confused for so long. <laughs> it's not true. It actually added a kind of surreal aspect to the trip when... Holy and what crap. came later. I don't know if you guys can hear that. That's thunder real thunder right outside. there. Intense. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good little uh, good little sign we're doing something here. When it came time to quench the campfire and turn in for the night, we all lay there in our sleeping bags, taking a while because of days and confused was pretty much going to be <laughs> to be running the soundtrack for the night. We made verbal mention of how dark the sky was in the in the country, so pitch black that you could easily see the small white dots of orbiting satellites with the naked eye passing overhead. When I noticed something moving in an unusual way, it looked like a small white dot, just like the satellites we had been seeing going overhead, but was something different going on. I asked my best friend, pointing to a place in the sky and not wanting to prejudice his mind on what I was seeing, and said, Do you see what I'm seeing? Please describe it. He did indeed, and everyone in the group of us agreed that we were indeed seeing the same thing, because what I saw and what my best friend was describing without any prompting from me was this little certain little white dot started from a straight path and then began to zigzag across the sky and then resumed its straight path and then finally zipped off to the side, vanishing into a split second. So, What's the zigzag about with the UFOs? I wonder if it's like a... I wonder it's if like, it's like a power-up thing before they take off. Like or maybe, like a stabilization. I think it's like a, whatever they have, whatever this gravity I feel like they create their own gravity if you talk to Bob Lazar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We haven't talked to Bob Lazar. But if you watch any of those shows, you know, there's a chance they're creating a gravi- gravity field around them. And maybe there's something to do with, like, getting it restarted, you know, like moving around a little bit, to, you know, instead of a straight path. I don't know. It's a good question. But... Well, and this is what Jay said. He said it was almost like the UFO was putting on a little air show just for us. Wow, that storm is getting loud that out there. thunder, man. So, yeah, he's thinking it looked like they were feeling like it was a show for them, like some kind of little air show as we lay there all in a row in our sleeping bags, stargazing. Nothing like any close encounter of the third kind of sighting, but one that left no doubt in any of us that uh, UFOs exist. So, yeah, and we still say UFOs, by the way. I mean, UAPs are one thing, and, I, and maybe there's a chance they're called UAPs now. I don't trust, like, the government in a lot of ways, so I'm still calling them UFOs. I like the, you, you know, what is it, um, unidentified aerial phenomena. I get that, yeah. but I like UFOs. It's been the thing. It's going to be the thing for me. It's, it's a staple. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, so that's it for now. We'll take just another quick break, and then we'll probably have another one or two stories left been dazed and confused for so long it's not true wanted a woman never bargained for you lots of people talking few of them know soul of a woman was created below This next story is from your favorite friend on MySpace, Tom. <laughs> no. Just kidding. <laughs> no, his name is Tom, though. It's Tom G, you know what I'm saying? And he said, when I was 12 he's, years he's old. He's the G version of Tom. He's more G. He's more like, like, he's a little G-rated, yeah. or is he like no, more, he's just gangster. Like more gangster? Yeah. Okay. 
He said, I was 12 years old. It was dark. I forgot the season or the time, but my dad wasn't at an AA meeting. My brother was out partying, and I was in the computer room on AOL Messenger. You guys remember those days? Oh, man. My dog Sammy, a Japanese Akita, which is a cool dog, by the way, Yeah. was under the computer desk as usual, keeping my feet warm. My mom was downstairs taking a nap. She was out cold. All of a sudden, Sammy's ears went up, and the fur on her neck stood up. Or fur on his neck stood up, sorry. Then the door busted wide open. No one was there, and I hear three knocks on the wall. More so pounding than knocks. Sammy started to bark like a mother effer at the wall. I froze still. I was totally frozen. Sammy started to whimper with his voice, and he came back to me with his ears pinned way back. He would not let me take a step forward. But I jumped over him, and I ran downstairs. I woke up my mom frantically, and I told her what happened. She came upstairs to the computer room and started to taunt whatever it was. She was calling it out like Mike Tyson. (laughs) Then the door slammed and opened back up on its own, again, and pounded on the wall three more times. Sammy went ballistic. My mom was like, bring it on, motherfuckers. I was pretty much pissing my pants. Not really, but you know what I mean. Then my mom went downstairs casually and went back to sleep. And I was just sitting there like, what the F just happened? I never got closure from that incident. Turns out that the house I grew up in was built on a Seneca Indian trail, according to records at the library. Jeez, that's crazy. I I wanted to ask him, which I haven't had a chance to yet, but he sent me this message and I wanted to ask him just a little bit more about his mom. I wonder if he talked to his mom about like this stuff later and maybe she had these problems for like a long time and then she's just like, she's been dealing with them. She's like, you know what? I'm just done. And she's just pissed. To me, that sounds like, you know, when like a nagging kid's like, yeah, I need money for my posters for my report card next or for my science project for Monday. And it was Sunday night, right? It's like, I've had enough. You know, you've told me this a million times. I'm saying no to you again. I've told you no 20 times i feel like this mom is just you know what i don't know if you guys any any of you remember this commercial when we were younger it me and roman always make fun of it it's still stuck in our heads by the way so that's some in, insane marketing i don't even know I who know. it was by the way yeah but it was the mom coming out through the window and the dude's playing guitar on the roof and it's like oh, yeah. her teenage son and he's like playing guitar and she's, she's like you're done yeah you're done and he's like you're done and she's like you're done and he like looks at her all psycho and he just puts the guitar down and he's all scared so i love that i don't know why but that's just a classic 90s mom 2000s mom you know they were tough they were tough cookies so tom g you had a tough cookie mom and i love that and yeah and he did say that he's like my mom's pretty crazy like she just like and he said she's a medium too so i do want to talk with her um i was going to try to see if i could get her contact or at least just get some stories from him that come directly from his mom no she's not medium she's high tempered right now she's had enough (laughs) she's she's medium high she's high medium yeah i don't know but yeah i just think that's crazy that she just had zero craps to give she's like comes up she's like you know i'm here to i'm here to kick a and chew bubble gum and i'm all out of chewing bubble gum right that whole line she was done she's like hey demon make like a tree and get out of here you know what maybe the theme of the show is like moms just like standing up for their kids you know because we had that that story from sarah and she was trying to stand up for her kids shout out all the moms stepping up for their kids you know i appreciate our mom we had a great mom growing up so our mom would have done the same thing come up and just freak out like you know you guys are not doing this to my kids you know dixie lee you mean so much to me oh yeah absolutely but yeah thanks for the story tom that's awesome this next one comes from uh listener k she's a I'm just going to call her Kay, but she listens to us a lot. She's one of our longtime listeners. We're, we've talked to her quite a bit. We actually sent her a shirt recently and stuff too. And actually because of this story submission. Yeah, um, you should can... be getting that shirt in the next two weeks or less, I hope. So let us know how you like it. Um, but she said, when I was younger in 2009 or 2010, I was driving from one town to another. I didn't speed much because I didn't want a ticket. It always took about 15 minutes to get there. One day I was feeling good and headed on the road. Less than five minutes later, I arrived. It scared me because I wasn't sure how fast I would have been going to get there so quick. 
<clears throat> the same year I was traveling from my parents' farm to my place 45 minutes away. It was always that amount of time, even if I took the other route and alternate highway. I wasn't speeding. I knew how long it would take to get there, and I was listening to music prepared for the drive. Less than 20 minutes later, I arrived at home safe, but very confused. Last week, I also experienced a time slip driving over the bridge to get to my current home. <clears throat> it only took a minute, but I have no recollection of how I got over the bridge. I think there's a lot of timeline collapsing, people's worlds being shaken with the truth coming out, and things like aliens or our history or our government paradigms are shifting as is our consciousness. I was given my Native American Native Spirit name from the First Nation Elder last November, Blue Feather Woman of the Thunderbirds. A dear friend also got his spirit name that day, and we were both Thunderbirds. He has many Spirit First Nation friends, and the one told him about the gifts of the Thunderbird, the ability to control and manipulate time, electromagnetism, and water. I shook it off at first, but the time one is standing out for me. The reason she brought this up is we were talking about time slips on one of our episodes, and she was kind of com- you know commenting on that. Yeah, I can't remember the episode <clears throat> number, but give us a chance if you guys want to look into that episode. I will say this. So she got to one place, her home, in 20 minutes when it was supposed to be 45 minutes. And she got to another place in about, what, 15 minutes less. Yeah. That is pretty crazy. Because yeah. even if you're one of those crazy people that are cutting people off, swearing, flipping people off, cutting everybody off, going 20 miles per hour over the speed limit, you're still going to get caught at that red light. And we're going to come up to you and we're going to look over at you and you always look wrong for it. Yeah. But even if you may still make a, what, two minute gain? over like a normal time somebody yeah. getting there yeah. you're not going to make more than 2 to 5 minutes yeah. so if you're at, if you're 25 minutes 20 minutes 15 minutes that's pretty crazy I will well, say that I, sounds very strange. I think that uh, a lot of people experience experience these kind of things, but they just don't um, really think about it that much. Like, oh, must must be nothing, you know. They really just don't think much about it. But I think she's more like us, more like some of our listeners and stuff that really pay attention to that stuff. And she was looking at the time, like, there's no way I got here this fast, you know. It just makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. But a rational thinker would just be like, oh, I just drifted off, and I just must not have looked at the time right or something. But those like, rational thinkers are going to look at a bird that's up in the air that's not flapping their wings, that's sitting in the same place, that's not moving whatsoever and saying that's not a glitch in the matrix that's just i don't know i don't know what that is it's just wind keeping that bird gliding for a second not really not when they're paused have you guys seen that cat video on tiktok or i don't know if it's tiktok or instagram but you've shown me the water yeah yeah it's it's drinking from the water hose on the edge of the house and it's literally frozen you guys i don't that's not a normal thing so i appreciate uk for explaining this and and we don't think you're crazy i think there's a lot of things out there that are strange and it's ramping up i think it's ramping up this like weird time slip stuff is happening a lot more well and just people seem to be a lot more open to these subjects and a lot of people are thinking i think a lot more about like what's the what's the reason for our lives what what are we doing here like what what is this all about you know the purpose Purpose but also just like what's going on around us i think a lot of people are starting to like get away a little bit from this robot mindset and they're kind of like looking around like what's going on you know like what is this about so are you really thinking because i i feel like and yeah i think maybe this year has changed i feel like this year has definitely changed yeah and that's weird to say, because for years before this, I would see people looking down on their phones the entire time. NPCs, right? NPCs, yeah. yeah. But now I do look at people saying, like, they're questioning things. They're, you know, there's there's protests for things that are strange. There's, you know, people looking at questioning things or emailing things or they're doing TikTok videos about it. There's a lot of things going on, and I think I think we're waking up. I think yeah. we're definitely waking up. There's a it's a it's a room for awakening in 2023, 2024. So yeah, and some of the conversations I've had a little bit back and forth with Kay, she it seems like she's surrounding herself with a lot of free thinkers like that a lot of these people that kind of have these thoughts about the world and stuff so 
We appreciate it. If you have more friends that are out there that want to give their stories, tell them to write into us for sure. We appreciate you listening. You're definitely one of our, you know, one of our listeners that we talk to a lot. And so we really appreciate that. And we're thankful that your husband listens as well and everything. So please uh, share if you can on your social media. Not that we are trying to get anything gained out of this, but just because we think it's awesome. You know, it's like me giving a gift on Christmas to somebody. I, I enjoy seeing them open it, right? So if you have your shirt, you know, when you get your shirt in the next two weeks or so, if you're willing to take a picture of it or something and snap it and send it to us, uh, we'd love to, you know, post that. Yeah, or you can um, just tag us on it and it should show up on our, our page. It's our first giveaway, you yeah. know, and I think uh, it's something that's going to come a lot more quickly and a lot more often for people. Um, we're going to sell merch eventually. Again, not like we're trying to make money or something out of this. I think it's just more for fun. You know, we just enjoy getting these stories out and getting and enjoying our listeners. And I think you guys are awesome. And if you guys are willing to, you know, just rep the shirts or whatever, I think that's awesome. You know, it's not a, not a big deal to us, but we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I know that was, um, a lot of different stories there. We had kind of a UFO, we had, you know, Ouija board, ghostly things, ghostly time thing. slips. Yep, and then of course, um, whatever the demon, the thing demon of, yeah, demonic, you know, redheaded, white robed, so kind of just entity. just a mix of a lot of different things, and that's kind of how we think these shows are going to go. If it's listener stories, it's like all stories are accepted, so send them to us, and we'll just throw them in there. Um, but we appreciate you guys. That's pretty much the end of this episode. Um, unless there's more you want to add, I no, I just think uh, you know you go to Taco Bell and you get the mild sauce, the hot sauce, the hot, the medium. What is it called? Yeah, hot Diablo fire, fire Diablo. right? So this whole listener story episode is literally mild hot fire Diablo. Right. You guys can decide what you like out of it, what you don't like out of it. I appreciate you listening either way. But um, yeah, Taco no, I Bell feel like rules. The next time we go to Taco Bell, we're gonna I'm gonna grab one of those packets, the little fire uh, one. It's gonna say Warren Bobby, dude. If it says Warren Bobby, like in quotations, I'm gonna freak out. But if it's if it says redheaded and turn around and you turn around and it's Dennis Rodman in a bride's dress and it's like <laughs> trying to smile at you all weird with like a bull ring on his nose, no, I'm good on all that, you know. But uh, yeah. we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. You know, stay super overnatural, you know? We appreciate you guys being involved in this. And uh, the world's crazier than you think it is. I'll always say that. It's a lot more spooky than people give it credit for. So, yeah, you can can stay in your little bubble for a little while. Right. But that bubble's going to break, and you're going to start seeing this world for what it really is. And we still don't know. We'll never know, maybe. But I will say it's very astonishing from what I've seen. Uh, Over the last 35 years of my lifetime. My lifetime. So, thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much, and tune in next time.